Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. World, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like, does evolution exist in fantasy worlds like this? Yes. Yes. No, hold on. Well, what? Do they? Okay, yes. well, okay, so you have the gods, um, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know if there's any creation myths in Pathfinder. I don't remember. There I don't are. Fucking there are many there, creation there myths. There are. I, I literally... I don't know. <laughs> I think that evolution should be no, real in Pathfinder. I have an art. I have an argument for it. Yeah. Uh, because like the world is created and whatever, right? And all yeah, yeah, of yeah. the things are put on the earth. That doesn't mean that they're not going to like adapt and change. Like, yeah, they probably didn't start in the same way because things can literally be created. Like the, the Shuni, for example, were yeah. created. But that doesn't mean that there's no way that like the shuni can't break off into like and evolve into like a different species over thousands of years or something like that it's still possible it probably just doesn't happen like it probably just didn't happen the same way because like humans and, and elves and orcs and stuff yeah but like those that's, things that's can be I'm made like did humans evolve from something else like, are there, were there ever cavemen? Because, like, from what from what we know, from what we know, the gods straight up created humans in their image. And there's some, like, questions about, did Diabolet get a little involved in, like, fucking him up? But there's no question that, like, yeah, they created humans. Did, did they create them? Or in, like, their modern form? Or did they create, like, amoeba in the fucking ocean? I, okay. I slap you, first of all. Uh, I like to think that because it was Aridin who created humanity, right? No, no, no. Aridin was Aridin he was, was a human. He had been there for a Wait, like. Who the created humanity been, then? What? It, fucking Asmodeus' brother. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Then when As, when Asmodeus' fucking brother uh, made made humanity, 
I th- I like to think that yeah, he made a little amoebas and he was like, yeah, one day you'll be you'll be like me. Maybe you're just a blueprint. And he made them like dance around like little amoebas and it was fun until we all grew up. I think that he probably did have a lot of fun making an amoeba. Yeah, I think that he would have uh, made it do funny things like jump through hoops. My my proposed evolutionary path for humans in Galarian, right? Um, Asmodeus' brother, the name slips my mind, but basically, uh, where Asmodeus was all about pure law, he was about pure chaos and go out there, have some fun, break away from the like your original like perfect hell that Asmodeus had created. And Asmodeus was like, what the fuck, man? So he made some amoebas, right? And they had a great time. And then, uh, and the Aboleth were around, uh, around and like, hey, bro. And then some of the amoebas got onto the earth and they were like, well, that wasn't the plan. <laughs> and then uh, Urchfall happened because they're like, man, those amoebas that got up there started making a lot of buildings. I don't know if I like that. Let's crush them with a rock. <laughs> me, me, me. And then Aradin happened. And yeah, he sure did. we're in this fucking campaign because some fucking guy a few hundred thousand centuries ago couldn't stop himself from making amoebas. Anyway. <laughs> you want to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Yeah. Also, considering that this is a uh, fantasy setting, yeah. we don't know what is, like, told at... We don't know what's told as these are oral tradition stories versus yeah. this That's is science. True. Because... Think of it this way. If if this real life is actually a fucking Sims game, if this uh-huh. life that we are living is actually a fucking TTRPG, like the people that are playing this wouldn't probably wouldn't really know the difference either. Like they would know like the different religion stories, but they wouldn't know. Oh, this is exactly what happened. Mm hmm. Personally, oh I think that it's kind of a mix of, of of things because I think like I don't know about humans, but there are things that were directly created, and there's also stuff that I think probably evolved, like yeah, a bird or something. You know, kind of like okay. Well, the dinosaurs being here does like imply that there was evolution, right? Yeah, I kind of yes. also super dig KK's like quiet implication that actually we just made it up and there isn't a, like we did evolve. The gods didn't actually make us, but we were like, thanks for making us gods. And the gods are like, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We did that. Don't worry about it. That was the plan the whole time. <laughs> That's actually really fucking funny. And I'm going with that, actually. I open it a sense to godhood and it's like, so how'd you make the humans? And then the other gods are like, we didn't. And she's like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, the other gods are like, we did what? <laughs> what <are> you- <laughs> the humans really think that? Is that, that what they think down there? Wait, the humans Man. really think that? I thought it was a joke. <laughs> Bruh, fucked up anyway. <laughs> I am already sitting at the big girl table with fucking Shella and be like, so yeah, how would that happen? Shella's like, anyway. beats me. Making, making humans? I was too busy making myself as Love to the goddess of the moon and the sun. <laughs> <laughs> They're gay as hell. I fucking love yeah. them. Anyway. <clears throat> before, let's go, let's go. <laughs> would you like to play some Pathfinder? Mm-hmm. Woo! Okay. Um, so, previously in Extinction Curse, uh, you guys uh, had arrived in the town of Castle uh, Lee, and uh, you were looking around, preparing for your next show on your tour to Swordlands, uh, and you uh, encountered some rumors about a dear uh, Shuni Gravedigger, who was like, I'll sing for you uh, if you help uh, out these refugees who got bombed by a lich. And you were like, okay. 
by the way, you haven't seen a tower recently. And he was like, yeah, sure. She showed you the way. You uh, encountered some golems. You snuck past some golems. You uh, encountered some stony boys. You snuck past some stony boys by killing them. Uh, you climbed the tower. Uh, Royari and uh, Royari had a little bit of a panic attack in the dark because ghosts. Uh, Volio had a little bit of a <laughs> attack because um, fucking giant naked mole rat. Uh, Ariato had a bit of a <laughs> attack because crucified Zulgat. And then you all got rock powers from the earth, uh, from the Aeon Orb. Wow, this is someone's first episode. First off, go back and listen to earlier episodes, but second off, what a great, great wrap-up. Um, <laughs> and now you guys first. are going to leave Castle Lee. Just kidding, you got to put on a show, everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a day of the performance. It's Star Day. It is. So, you guys are outside, um, outside the tent uh, for the Circus of Wayward Wonders as the town of Castle Lee is gathering. And what a gathering it is. Um, there are actually people from towns around Caston Lee who showed up. Um, you actually see a couple of people um, like riding in in the afternoon uh, on uh, carts pulled by oxen from the nearby town of Koshax, which, uh, you know, raises cows and makes dairy. Um, you can see the, our good friend. Um, is that how you uh, were made? <laughs> dairy conception revealed. You see your good friend Damascus Steel is squinting at them, and he's clearly not too impressed by these people who are uh, pressing other cattle. Oh, God. But, like, the town of Stump has sent some of its uh, 40... Out of its population, about 40. Uh, maybe half of them have come down uh, to see what the show is about. Um, because, literally, they live in this tiniest fucking abandoned logging town. It's really sad. Like, people are coming in from around, you know? This is a big show that you've got. Uh, and you guys, as you're kind of watching all this start, uh, before anything else, Volio, make me a crafting check. Oh, yeah, sure. That was 21. That is 26. You made... You stuffed the fucking T-Rex, but it's not very good. I'm so glad he didn't forget. I was going to make you do a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, a poorly stuffed T-Rex, more resembling, like, those old toys of dinosaurs. You know the ones? <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. stands outside with a sign that says Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Show begins tonight at 6pm. Volio is so happy. Uh, Ariato, Volio, and Royari, you're all standing beneath that looking up. Um, it's been a, a rough... <laughs> get it rough because you're made of stone. It's been a rough but rewarding week. Um, you all now have the power of stone, water, and life inside of you. And although you've discovered some upsetting things... Uh, you've also come out stronger. So much so that you guys might even write your power levels now on uh, 11 out of 20 rather than 10 out of 20. Wow. Uh, you guys yeah, have all Almost up. like there's a scale for this. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a duodecimal scale. Um, so why don't we go through it? Uh, and real quick, let's see what you guys got when you leveled up. This will be a quick one because odd levels are pretty, pretty simple usually. Yeah. Ariato. Uh, what did you get now that you're level 20? Oh. Yeah. No, you, no takes backsies. No take backsies. You're level 20 now. Ariana, what did you get now that you are level 11? Well, uh, she has picked up her trident a little bit more, and she uh -huh. got Dervish Dance for a general uh -huh. feat. This is a homebrewed feat by uh, 
dead man walking on the Paizo forums. What's this to? Uh, so this uh, lets me pick up one martial or a simple weapon that I'm at least trained with, and as long as the damage die is no longer than it is no higher than a D8, uh, I treat it as though it's a finesse weapon. Cool. Fuck yeah! Okay. So this means that you'll be able to use your dexterity to hit with your trident rather than your strength, which is a pretty nice boost. Thank God I don't have to level her strength. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else do you got? Uh, Level six spells. Ah! (laughs) Mm. Um, That's going to be fun to play with. Yeah. And I think you got skill increase and really that's it afterwards. Uh, Skill increase and alertness, which means my perception's now at expert. Oh, very nice. You're, you'll be able to go faster in issue now. <laughs> like, I don't already use intimidation for it anyway, oh, though. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, Never mind. My perception is 18. My intimidation, 22. Yeah, that's fair, actually. Uh, yeah. Okay, and that is you. Uh, Royari, level 11. What's up? What you get? Um, Royari is prettier, sexier, a million more terms for being attractive um quite literally looking at your mechanics you're a swashbuckler i um i got a feat i got continuous flare it's like panache um but it gives me like a bonus to um like if i wanted to roll acrobatics and i did well and then i'd get panache well quote panache and then if i wanted to do it again i get a bonus that kind of thing okay cool so it's mini panache, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then I got shield block because I am a champion, and I think <laughs> it's a good idea to have that. What shield block do? I got shield block, which is mm-hmm. a feat that I got because I am a champion, and I do like shields. They make me not die. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have my shield raised, I can like move it a little bit to stop something from hitting me mm-hmm. um and i can prevent damage up to my shield's hardness yeah so basically you can uh block some incoming damage to the reaction if you got your shield up mm-hmm. very nice but um any more than that can like break or destroy the shield but that's yeah okay. it'll still hit you yeah okay um you got anything else i I am a master in perception now. I can see with my beautiful, beautiful eyes. Oh, wow. I'm sure you'll go real fast in initiative now. Yeah, uh, yeah it's plus 18. Yeah, um, I'm sure you'll use that all the time. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I also raised my religion. I'm an expert in that now because, again, I am a champion. Well, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. You can't. You cannot stop me from moving. I can move like fifty feet now. Fifty-five. Oh my god! Fifty-five feet. Is that from your vivacious speed? Yup. Yup. It Holy is. Holy shit! So while you got panache, your move speed is fifty-five feet per round. Cool. 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 And even while you don't have that, you'll still have like I think it brings you up to forty regularly. That's crazy. Yep. Love it. You cannot stop me. I. I will. I will run, and there is nothing you can do about it. Love it. Volio! Lastly but not leastly, other than a giant T-Rex statue which has a sign, it looks kinda goofy. What 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 what's up? What do you got now? I think you're mad because you don't look as good as it, but anyways. Uh 
I got... I'm now a master in performance. Very nice. Which, surprised I wasn't before, I don't know why I didn't do that. Uh, and I also got Die Hard, which I'm also surprised I didn't have before, but I have it now. What's Die Hard I also got do? Mighty Rage. I'm not telling you. Okay, I'll tell them <laughs> for you, because some people here don't know what Pathfinder does. Um, well, fuck them. Die Hard means that you can succeed one more time on a death saving throw. So instead of yes. di- failing three saving throws out dying, you have to fail four. Which, considering Volio's luck, probably useful. Pretty good, pretty good. And what else did you get? Mighty Rage. Ooh, what's Mighty Rage do? Uh, when I rage as a free action, uh, I can use an action that has the rage trait. So basically, if I make my rage like two actions, I can cast a spell at the same time. Okay, so for basically, you cast a spell the moment you start initiative and raging. Yep. That's crazy. Or- I- or any other rage stuff, like I think your Furious Sprint, you could do that off the bat if you so chose. That's so fucking horrifying, I could go faster. Like, you could just be standing there and boom. That's scary. That's so scary. Um, or other stuff, you get the idea. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, and is that everything? Uh-huh. Well, guys, as you're all standing there, uh, you have a few moments to discuss the sun is setting, but man, this T-Rex does look pretty good. Oh, I did such a good fucking job. You did. It's, I will r- point out, though, an extremely, like, it, it does not look like a real T-Rex by any means. I know. <laughs> uh, Volio's, like, leaned up against him, and he's like, what do you guys think? I think that it looks... I think that it looks... Staring. Staring at you. Really good, my dear. <laughs> right? I knew it. How about you, Ayato? <laughs> You? What are your thoughts? I accept criticism. It looks great. Good, good. Ariato, the actual artist, looking up at this thing, right? Mm. Well, sure. Um, Hold on a second. I have to look up uh, Nocticulars and after. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Just because I know that there's something that has to do with art, and I'm like, I I don't want to piss this lady you don't off. Want to you don't want to accidentally piss off Nocticula. Uh, it's nice shelter for the desperate. Destroy harmless art you dislike. Finish your work of art during the daylight hours. Okay, I'm good. Okay, you okay. just you just so, can't break this. I just can't destroy it. And not that we ever would. With your words? <laughs> Ariadne, you, you know deep down, unfortunately, your goddess would not allow you to get rid of this eyesore. Get it, eyesore? No. Ah, ah, ah. Ryari doesn't think it's an eyesore. Ryari thinks it looks... Um, Volio, I think this looks campy. What does, what does that fucking mean? What? I think that it looks amazing and campy. Well, we are in a camp, so yes, you're right. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to point out that it probably- I'm assuming that everyone's seen that, like, that photo of, like, a fucked up lion that's been taxidermied yeah. in, like, a oh, museum. Yeah. That's what it looks like, except a T-Rex. Oh, no. <laughs> its eyes are, like, a little bit too close together. It looks- it, you know what it is? It looks like mm-hmm. we're back at Dinosaur Tail. <laughs> Not we're back in Dinosaur Tale. Um, oh. I fucking love that movie. Um, anyway, 
uh, as you're all standing there, I think you hear a quick flushing in the wind, and uh, coming over your shoulder is Givzib. And Givzib kind of mm. like lands on Ariatu's shoulder and kind of like clears uh, d- uh, clears um, their throat. And I say, uh, Givzib would like to let everyone know that uh, the show is almost ready. Givzib wants to make sure you're all good to go. Oh, wunderbar. Yes, we are good. I think we're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Givzib wants to lead you in. Follow Givzib. And us. Givzib does indeed uh, lead the way. And you guys kind of make your way in, and you are in the big top. Uh, and you can see it's the new performers that you've brought really have attracted a lot of attention from the other performers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Bularu is having a nice, calm chat with um, probably Beelzebub, honestly, uh, among a few mm-hmm. other people. Uh, just, you know, quietly discussing. But a lot of that attention is going to Runk Runk. <laughs> the Kambalis and the uh, the uh, Sirens of the Spheres to, like, boat are, like, kind of, like, around them, like, chatting and, like, making questions. Runk Runk isn't saying much because Runk Runk is, again, a clay golem. But nonetheless, Runk Runk is uh, there with uh, their tree pigs, uh, tree wild boars, which I guess are no longer all that wild. Um, they're... I fucking love Runk Runk. Domesticated bo- boars. They're domesticated boars. Um, you see that, um, Esme is kind of, like, brushing at their, uh, hair alongside, um, Elion. And mm-hmm. she looks pretty good. I think, uh, you see, like, off in the corner, nodding a little bit, there's Celixia, the, um, champion of Phrasma, who is very happy, like, very, like, uh, calmly, like, you know, Keep an eye out on everything. It's nice to have a little bit extra security. And uh, as always, the professor comes up to you. And he kind of smiles, just like, Well, everyone, another week and another another bigger crowd than ever. I don't know how you keep doing it, but over the last few months, this circus has grown to almost preposterous sizes. It doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. Well... We are actively trying to grow the circus, and we do. We did sort of knock out our biggest opponent. Yes! It's less that you're actively trying and more that you're actively succeeding. That's impressive to me. (laughs) As the kids say, our balls are massive. Yes. Do do children say that? Not children. It's like the Uh, teenagers. I do hear them say things like that. He looks at you, Ariatus, and says, Is that true? Maybe the younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> Ariato distancing herself. Ariato's like, I'm not like that at all, please. I'm like, I'm like someone who was born in fucking whatever year is supposed to be like the 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 hard like stop between millennial and Gen Z. I mean, literally me. Like that is I as am well, Ariato. Like, like I want to point out, literally, because of like your age and the year this is set in. Literally, Ariato is in between those two generations. And she's just like, I, I don't want to be associated. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> no. much. I'll be turning 20 in maybe a few months. Volio's I don't know. Volio's a fucking boomer? Volio is like... Volio Wait, ha- Volio's like the lost generation. Volio's beyond <laughs> the lost generation. What the fuck are you talking about? He's from the fucking Victorian era. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, it would be would Bray be a millennial? I mean, yeah, you're yeah. like twenty. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, I'm tw- like I'm 23. Uh, I think Royari falls under the same kind of cap. But more leaning millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, generational topics Royari, in the, 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 di- the difference is that Royari can relate to liking Doctor Who. <laughs> I think, regardless, um, he kind of shakes his head and says, "Regardless, you know the deal by now. What's our performance list look like for today? Mm. We're going to need. First off, it would be very helpful if someone rolled me a D one hundred. No reason." Oh. Well, he takes a D100 out of his pocket. Where do you get those things? <laughs> I keep some overs. An 11. Oh, sorry, actually, uh, an 11, oh my god. It's a D20, my bad. Fuck you. It could still be an 11. <laughs> an 18. Okay, cool. Sure. I think uh, as he's kind of talking, um, I think uh, Axel kind of stumbles in, and he's kind of clutching his hat a little bit, and he says... Hey, uh, j- just as a heads up, by the way, um, make sure to put on a real good show today. Um, I-, I overheard some people talking, and I think a lot of these patrons are like rich people. Oh, we are putting on all of the stops immediately. Oh, the rich uh, bitches are here. Yeah, good. Uh, I think um, the professor kind of glances out uh, at the crowd for a moment, and he like clicks his tongue and he pulls back and says, well, "I guess there's a lot of money in apple uh, in orchards and stuff." Um, uh, Axel's right. That's a that's a rich crowd. People love fruits. Food, like the booze. food is an important part of the economy, so I wouldn't doubt. I that. suppose it makes sense, right? Like if there's so much. Well. It's our biggest crowd yet, and also our richest crowd, so we really don't want to disappoint them. Oh, uh, no, yes. I would never. Let's raise the entry fee. You guys rolled the uh, wealthy patrons, um, which means that all trick DCs are going to be one higher, but payout is going to be tripled on a successful show. <gasps> We're already okay. like, it's time to, it's time to weld out. <laughs> all right. Um, I think uh, the professor clears his throat and says, Well, with that in mind, we have to put on a real good show for them. Um, we have some new acts. We have uh, any kind yes. of like rifles true a little bit. And he's like, uh, The singing Shuni? I think that's what we're going to be mm-hmm. calling him. Uh, Buller the Dead yes. Singer. And the Unvulnerable Beast Juggler. People are excited for that. Rankadong. Uh, yes. So, certainly, if you wanted to put some of them in this one, you could. Oh, absolutely, they're both showstoppers. How could we not? Uh, other than that, obviously the Sirens of the Spheres were a big hit last time. Um, mm, yes. Anyone, what do we take? We should start with the uh, opening number. What are we thinking there? One act mm. to warm up the crowd. I don't think Eva and Gigi have had a chance to do anything, and I think a Memis would be a very cool thing to see at first. Let's You're know right. they're bigger than life. Evora like and Gigi did go, uh, not last time, but the time before, I believe. Yes, they, they, they were go, the yeah. big number one for one, one time. Oh, my brain cells are failing me. I think they were back in Carrick. Yes. Mm. Um, but we could still put them out if we liked. If we and Bernadine have done something together, uh... The flambonis are also always good. 
Yes, the Flamboids have recovered from their burns that they got uh, a while back, if you'll Seems remember. good. So they're very good. perfectly ra- able if you need. Well, those are my two picks, uh, if you have any. Uh, I think the Flamboni sisters haven't been out for a while, so I think letting them take the stage for, for right now is definitely a good idea. I think so, too. All right, so we'll have what? the Flambonis first. Wonderful. Uh, what about then the build-up? Uh, we're going to need two acts there. Consider what would look well side by side with each other. So we can get some synergy going. Yes. You know, it'd be cool for that. Wrong, Frank and Evora. That is look a lovely you. idea. I like that. We'll have yeah. the muscles come out. I think that works. <laughs> He like pinches Ariana's cheeks and like, you are so smart, look at you. Alright, now we have uh, the big number. Uh, it's gonna be one person on their own. Buru, Ularu, Ularu, Ularu. Yeah. Alright, Buluru it is. Wonderful. I'm sure the people here in Cast and Lee will uh, very much appreciate having a local star. And Absolutely. Yes, That's true. Yes. Lastly, but not leastly, um, we've got three acts for the big finale. You three haven't gone up. If you would like to, you can. And if not, we can get three other acts. It's as you wish. But I will say, you are some of our best performers, and uh, we want to wow that crowd, don't we? I think it could be the three of us. It has been a while since I've performed. Is it all right by all of you? Yes, oh, oh no, performing with my best friends. <laughs> All right. I think we can figure something out. All right. Uh, well, in that case, the increased security means we're probably not going to have any interruptions. And uh, we have such a rich crowd that I really do think we'll do a great show today. All right. Are we all ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And with that, uh, the professor nods and says, I'll get out there and start the show. See you in a few. And uh, with that, he makes his way out onto uh, the floor and he gets an applause as he comes out, uh, tipping his top hat. And he says, Welcome, one and all, to the Circus of Wayward Wonders, coming to you, the Apple Capital of the Inner Sea in Caston Lee. And uh, the crowd loves that. They're, yeah, that's where we are. Our first performance tonight, everyone. We have some daring uh, jugglers indeed. You'll see much of the juggling today, but starting, we have for you the Flamboni Sisters. Uh, and uh, the two girls kind of come out. Uh, Vida and Advi both look, you know, excited to be out on stage. Uh, and he kind of re- says to them, See feats of juggling from these two brave sisters. Can they juggle fire? Will they set themselves on fire? Let's find out. Uh, and indeed, they do start uh, coming onto the floor. Advi and Vida shoot each other like a, like a nod. Uh, Advi's eyes bright and full of optimism and Vida's eyes a little bit anxious at the fucking extremely large crowd that they have today. They're going to start uh, by uh, building some anticipation with build hype. Uh, they're going to start, like, swirling those uh, buttons around and really trying to, like, get everyone to pay attention to, like, the whirling flames. Um, because, like, this crowd looks like, yes, its anticipation is massively high, but this is a big circus tent, and their gasps and yells could really echo in here. So let's cry that out. Uh, they spend two actions building hype. They spend a few moments in silence, allowing tension to build before they, perf- they perform their trick. 
And then that takes two actions. On their last action, they're going to actually do it. They're going to start their trick. And that is going to be a uh, 10 plus uh, 12. That is going to be a 22. And that beats the hired DC of 21. So as they're throwing around their flames, it is really, really impressive. Because they are using just uh, regular fire rods, they haven't been given any like cool alchemical items. Nothing special happens necessarily with the fire, but certainly they are wowing the crowd. Um, so that is going to be a successful addition of uh, five uh, excitement, which brings you up to 20 excitement. Very nice. But yeah. on top of that, they're going to get some anticipation from building that hype, uh, which means in this case, uh, they are going to... Uh, Gain half their tricks level worth of anticipation. Uh, bring up the anticipation for this uh, for the show up to 40. Very nice. Ooh. The crowd uh, gasps as they start throwing flames between each other, kind of making like an arc of fire that's constantly moving back and forth between them, uh, like two rainbows of flame that they are constantly nearly tennising back and forth between each other. They swirl around and like do a flourish to the crowd and the crowd claps and cheers for the flambonies. They grin and skip back into the tent, high-fiving each other, having successfully put on a real nice opener. And uh, thanks to the ringmaster having, uh, like, intro them in, um, they are going to generate a number of anticipation equal to half the circus's prestige, round it up! So your prestige right now, which is the circus's level, uh, that is going to be brought up to uh, six more. So you have 46 anticipation. Very nice. As they kind of turn backstage, they kind of grin at you guys as you're uh, kind of uh, putting together your plan. Uh, they kind of wipe their brow and says, How did we do? Were we all right? Good, good job. That was yes, very, perfect. very good. Vita kind of says, Huh, I was worried we'd lost it after the, um, you know, the explosion incident back in the uh, last performance we were in. But um, I think oh, we did no, all right. Not, not amount of fatal birds can stop your talent. <laughs> Well, thankfully they weren't fatal, were they? Anyway. Yet. Yeah, exactly, uh, Vita. You got the spirit. Let's go. All right. <laughs> um, and so they move off. Uh, uh, the pro- uh, professor turns back to the crowd and says, And if you, you talk, talk, that, that wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. Folks, Folks, we have something absolutely marvelous for you all today. And uh, you see two tall buff figures standing side by side, silhouetted by the spotlight, one standing in front of the other. The light shines onto Evora, uh, showing her in her beautiful pink tutu, as she kind of like uh, does a quick spin and says, We have for you today, returning to the stage, Evora and Gigi. And of course, Gigi trundles out from the back, letting out a trumpet that wows the crowd, who are like, Oh, ho, ho, ho. Um, and for the first time ever, we bring to the stage the invulnerable beast juggler. This statue juggles wild beasts. Never have you seen stone with such agility or such mastery over animals. And indeed, Runk Runk comes out juggling her boars, who are very nicely combed, thanks to Esme. And uh, the crowd is, their eyes like bolt open, um, because, hey, they don't get many animals around here, remember? So seeing these wild animals for real in front of them is insane. Um, So they're going to be doing really well here if all goes well. So the show is going to start with, I think, um, Evora uh, is going to roll nature to kind of like uh, start hyping up, um, to start hyping up Gigi. 
Uh, that's going to be an 11 plus 13, uh, which is just a success again. Whoa. <laughs> um, that is just a success thanks to um, this crowd being a little bit more hmm, than normal. So that's going to be eight excitement. Holy shit. Bring up to 28 uh, as she brings Gigi out, who starts running in circles around uh, the tent. And yeah, you can tell people are fucking excited about that. Um, <laughs> like they're really wowed by this. Like, imagine you see an actual mammoth. Come on, these guys have barely even seen like wild dogs. That's fair, that's fair. I'd shit my pants. They, the only reason they succeeded, like, because she was about to fail, like, Justice DC, but because of how popular animals are here, she just passed. It literally, that plus one oh, saved yes. her. <laughs> um, next, I think, um, Runk Runk kind of, like, gestures for the boars to start running. And the boars aren't really as well-trained, but they, they listen. They listen. Uh, so Runk Runk is going to make another nature check as well. Uh, and that is an 18 plus 16. Um, holy Ooh. shit, they listen. Uh, that is going to be a 34, which is a success. Um, meaning that that is another 10 excitement. Holy shit. The boar starts circling like in opposite directions to Gigi as uh, the, the two like titans kind of get into the middle and uh, they both go to grab their animals. Uh, Evora goes first with an athletics check. And that's a nat 20, baby. Jesus. Evora grabs the fuck out of Gigi and without much effort raises her <laughs> over her head. And the crowd, as you can imagine, fucking loses their mind. Uh, cheers rush out and their anticipation jumps as well as the excitement. Uh, that is going to be uh, another eight excitement, but then the anticipation is also going to raise by eight, bringing you up to 54 anticipation. Uh, so you got 46 and 7, 54 anticipation. Beside Gigi, however, uh, you see Runk Runk going in one hand, two hand, and uh, kind of headbutting uh, the last boar onto their back. That is going to be uh, as a 15 plus 22. This is a strong fucking play golem, physically speaking. Yeah. Uh, that is I'm going kidding. to be uh, 37, which is a crit. Holy shit. <gasps> Damn, bitch. Oh, like these hulking animals are effortlessly lifted, lifted by your strongmen. Um, that is going to be another 10 excitement, bringing up to 56 excitement, and another 10 anticipation, bringing up to 64 anticipation. Holy shit. Um, and with their last act, they're actually going to co-star with each other as a reaction. So they're going to aid each other uh, and helpful, hopefully boost each other up. I think uh, Evora is going to aid uh, in helping boost up um, uh, boost up Runk Runk. Uh, so she's going to make an athletics check. Uh, that is going to be an 11 plus... An 11 plus 19, that's a 30. <laughs> yeah, she's buff. The lesbians in the crowd are losing it. Uh, you can see a few, like... Uh, like older women with like you know those like yeah. long like wide brimmed hats fanning themselves as they watch. You got the opera glasses. They on. do, and they're like fogging up. <laughs> um, uh, so that is going to be a success, and um, 
that is going to hopefully aid in uh, the last one by uh, Runk Runk. And, uh, oh, that's hopefully that's, they're going to need that help. Uh, that is an 11 plus, never mind, it's a plus 22. Uh, <laughs> 33 plus 1, that is a 34. That is a final success, as I think what happens is Avora throws Gigi to Runk Runk. And without even hesitating, Runk Runk throws the other boars in the air, catches Gigi, and then fucking juggles all four of them. Jesus fucking oh Christ, God. Runk Runk. Jesus. Without breaking a sweat, because again, they're made of clay. Um, yeah. The crowd is ecstatic. Like, you can hear, like, wows and gas passing through the crowd every single time she catches. And, like, sometimes they'll, like, pretend to fumble and drop. Mm-hmm. At the last moment, they will sweep up the, la- the boar before one by one, stack, 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 stack. Evora, uh, Evora is holding up Gigi. Gigi is holding up a fucking boar. And there's another boar and another boar on top of each other. And Rump Rump takes a bow and helps demount. The crowd <laughs> very much so enjoys that. I enjoyed that. Uh, that is going to be an additional 10 anticipation as a ringleader uh, signs him out and says, Wasn't that incredible, everyone? What, give it just one more time for the invulnerable beast juggler and Evora and Gigi. Bring up to 74 anticipation. Very nice. Holy fucking shit. I think then he uh, kind of, like, as they're kind of coming back, Evora kind of wipes her brow. It's clear she was in a bit of sweat and says, hmm. Wondering too, you didn't tell me that they're very really strong. Oh, it's more, it's better if it's a surprise, yes? <laughs> more fascinating, said Foo. Uh, Runk Runk flexes. Not as big of a showstopper. <laughs> Runk Runk does I? a few flexes and then sits down and starts feeding the boar some, uh, some food. Awooga, as the kids say. So I think uh, Buller kind of like comes up and says, All right, uh, it's, I suppose it's my turn. Um... I cannot really do alright. Will these fancy people want to see my performance? I'm just a grenade digger. Buluru? Yes! Volio, like, takes his hands and puts them on either side of Buluru's head and starts, like, you know how, like, you pet a dog? Like, you put, like, like your hands on either side of their head and you just, like, shake them, they shake their head? Yeah, um, that is... That he does is... that. And he's like, Buluru, you do it. You are going to do so good. You're going to be so perfect and wonderful and you'll be so good and your voice is so beautiful and you are so cute. He drools a little bit. He's very happy about the present. All right, you've convinced me. I'll go <laughs> oh out. Oh my god. I'll go out. <laughs> you are... You made me almost cry. You are so good at singing. You're You'll perfect. do fine. Uh, hush your flatterer. I think... Um, I, I think he made us actually cry. A little bit. <clears throat> no, no. Oh, I all cried right. in my soul. You... I don't think I've ever seen you cry, Volia. And you never will. That's... Now it's a challenge. <laughs> Um, well, I think Buluru kind of inhales, exhales, and he goes out. And he kind of, uh, like, as uh, he comes out, um, you hear the professor kind of, like, calling and says, And now, for our big, big number, number, we bring to you, you a beautiful, beautiful performance, performance here from Castanly itself! And people in the crowd go, ooh, as the lights kind of fade out, and Buluru is standing there, and he kind of inhales a little bit, and uh, the professor says, Bularu, the dead singer, uh, comes to the stage. See the Shuni who sings to the dead. 
watches the spirits of his departed fly and dance to his melodious voice. Um, and that is going to be uh, another 10 anticipation as he intros him in. And Bularu takes a moment. And he is going to start by uh, making... Uh, he's going to prepare himself. So uh, he's going to take an action to buff up his trick. And uh, he's going to have to roll nature to kind of like get into the... get right in. And if this works, he'll have an actual bonus to his proper trick. That is going to be a 10 plus his nature, which is 20, which is a 30, which is a success. And he kind of... And already you see some fireflies starting to like like waft in from underneath the edge of the tent. And as the lights dim down, they start to glow and Bulu begins to sing with his deep, mournful, and yet beautiful voice. And that is going to be a... Uh, that is going to be... He has a plus two circumstance bonus on this, I will point out. Um, so that is going to be a nine plus two, that's 11. Plus 18, that is a 28, which is just the DC he needed to pass. As Bulu's voice sings out, like a, like a beautiful echo passes through the crowd. And the crowd goes very silent as this is happening. As the uh, fireflies begin to kind of swirl around in circles around him. Very much so looking like clouds of the dearly departed. And he continues to sing and sing until he gets to his crescendo where uh, he really belts into it and the fireflies start to glow. And that is a 14 plus 18. That is a 36. That's another success. Uh, He got two successes, getting you a total of 20 anticipation. I love him. Um, And he kind of bows his head to the crowd and bows toll and the fireflies disperse. And there's a moment of silence afterwards before the crowd, like, gives him a standing ovation. Well, it gives him one behind the curtain. (laughs) People stand up, they clap, and they cheer, and it is beautiful. And with that, he scurries back in, uh, still clutching his shovel, um, and he kind of, like, he stands there for a moment before, I think, like, Lizzie comes over and starts petting him, and then I think Mordain comes over and everyone's just petting him, and he looks so fucking happy. This is legitimately the most happy you've ever seen him look. <laughs> oh, William picks him up and swings him around like a puppy. So it's uh, the big finale now, boys. You have 86 anticip- uh, 84 anticipation and 86 excitement. Do you guys uh, want to get intro in? you have a plan? Yeah. Uh, if you guys agree to the one that I put in there, then yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Okay, okay. you've cool. all come up with your plan, and you kind of clutch clutch your hands together, I'll nod, and start walking onto the stage. And uh, the professor calls out and says, And now, our main attraction! And uh, almost as soon as you walk onto the stage, you hear, We love you, Ray Larry! Um... <laughs> <laughs> We bring you the Wandering Tree! Having defeated cults of dinosaur men, having climbed towers made by Aridin himself, and reached the power of the gods themselves, these are no ordinary performers. They are barely even the ordinary people. These are the most extraordinary folk you will ever see in your life. Give it up for Ariadobati the Cinderblight, Royai Sansarnax the Sword Saint, and Bimbo Bottom Text the Clown! 
juxtaposition. <laughs> like, these these two people who have like these like really like fancy names and then Bimbo the Clown in the bottom text. Um, all right. Either way, uh, it is you've got you've all got reactions. So how's this gonna work, boys? Okay, so Volio is coming out first. I'm growing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so Volio's coming out first. Hey, Derry. Um, I've never said anything about it before, but can Volio have a fucking unicycle? Oh, Christ. Sure. Okay. So he comes out on a unicycle. Okay. Um, and he he kind of run he he kind of rides around the uh, the rink of the stage. Uh, like once, and he's kind of like waving to everyone. And as he goes like back upstage, he kind of like leans off of the unicycle and trails his hand like on the floor. And mm-hmm. as he does, he's kind of like gathering up earth. Oh god! Um, and as he gets to the front, he's like he's cultivated three big fucking rocks, and he starts to juggle them. Okay. He's using like his his rock thing that he's gotten. All right. Well, uh, what check would this be then? Um, Probably performance. Well, you have two tricks that you can do, and they have different stuff they like that are accessible. Oh, right, yeah. Um. Now, what the fuck they are, I'm not sure. Give me a moment. Oh no, they're <laughs> yeah, there. They're I pinned. always forget. Um. So you can either do slapstick or sleight of hand. I feel this would be a sleight of hand, right? Sleight of hand, yeah, sleight of hand. Um, so this would be a performance check, as a trick with this trait directs audiences' eyes with quick fingers, aces up sleeves, and sneaky tricks. I think in this case, it's just you're moving your hands very, 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 very quickly. Oh yeah, it's got a bunch um, of fucking rocks. So, yeah, go, make me this performance check. That is 14 plus 20, that is 34. And uh, does that beat your uh, class DC? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, well, that means 11 and t- uh, excitement. Um, that is going to bring you up to 97 excitement. Sexy. Which is great. Uh, what now? What's happening now? Rayari is going to... I want to use Reflection of Water. Um, okay, all right. So how's this so going to look? They probably have, like, water stuff around um, just in general because of multiple, like... Because of like Mordain and, and just yeah 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 for sure w- water seems to be a thing, um and, and at circuses, um, so Rayari steps up and I think um that she sort of like she laughs and she's like, you thought that all I could do was swords, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um and um I think that she just because I want to use um control water. Okay. Your performance tricks, uh, Royari, are agile and aerial. Um, so you could, like, what are you intending to do with this? I think Royari is going to... You know how you can land in, in, in water if it's, if it's not too high height and be sort of safe, right? Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Are you going to dive into it? Royari is going to... Uh, while Volio's still juggling i think priori's yeah. like uh volio please watch out um and i'm gonna i'm gonna use an aerial trick by the way i'm literally going to use an aerial trick um and uh he uses volio's um <laughs> shoulders 
um, <laughs> and jumps, like leaps onto the tightrope. I think. Okay. Um, the tightrope or the um, the thingy. I don't know what it's called. The trapeze thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, under the trees. Uh, he he leaps and reaches and grabs the trapeze swing thing. Okay. Um, doing a few flips and shit. I don't know, man. She's off. She's she's off the shits. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then as she's she um, there's like a pool of water. Yeah, that would just exist. Yes. Um, And she's going to dive into it and then make it splash pretty. Okay, well, make me an acrobatics check. Remember, this has the injury trait because it is aerial, but hey, you probably won't fuck up, right? Mary does not give a shit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I was was really worried for a second. I rolled a 32. Does that beat your class DC? My class DC is 30. Okay, so, then, yep, yeah. that is another 11 excitement. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 108 excitement. Holy shit. Uh, I'm very sexy. Royari, you, f- Royari, as you do the sweet flip and land in the water, uh, the crowd really loves it, I think, uh, as you are kind of pulling yourself out of the water with a smile, um, having actually not gotten yourself wet thanks to control water, and your cr- stands are going crazy. I think you, like, s- see behind the curtain and, like, morning shaking her fist at you. <laughs> and uh, you have gotten another 11 excitement. Uh, Ariato, it is your turn. Uh, what do you do for your first action? Your tricks are magical and miraculous, which are either you burn a spell and look really cool, or you uh, get some divine power to foretell the future. If you have something that doesn't fit that, we will make it fit. <laughs> well, it's going to be magical. Wonderful. Because uh, I don't think this is going to be like a prophesizing thing, sort of. So she does have a little bit of divine magic in this one, however. Um, okay. So she is also going to be jumping from a pretty... And not exactly like a super high area because she will like fall and hurt herself. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she is going to kind of dive bomb basically and surrounding her feet is going to be a flame strike. Oh my god. Okay, so that's definitely going to be a magical track. Okay. And once the flame strike uh once the flame strike goes away, she is basically fire bending. <laughs> Ooh! Ariadne, you climb up the uh, ladder up to the um, trapeze, like up to the tightrope, while Volio and Royaria are distracting, and then suddenly you take up the center of the stage as you create a flash of light and fire. Make me a spell attack roll. Uh, spell attack, that's 34. Okay, and I assume that beats your DC? Uh, what is my class DC again? <laughs> uh, it'll be 30, I believe. Then yes. Okay, wonderful. Well, in that case, uh, that means that uh, because you bl- wasted a spell, you're going to get an additional e- amount of examine equal to your spell slot. What spell level was that? Spell level, flame strike, is level five. Okay, so that means that you got 16 anticipation total from that. Uh, so you brought up to 124 excitement. Holy shit. The crowd really does not know oh, what yes. to do here. They are, like, absolutely, like getting out of their seats nearly like cheering and you only use one action <laughs> each what's next boys round two oh fuck <laughs> oh, well, 
I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get this far. Um. Oh, I have an idea. Okay, what's your idea? Uh, is Ryari still, like, in the pool? Like, or... What's everyone's position right now? Ryari is currently, like, probably stepping out of the pool. And, uh, Ariato is center stage fire dancing. Can I make some stone steps, like floating stone steps for Ayari? Uh, I would even allow you to do that with, uh, your reflection of water by having little geysers push the rocks up. Yeah, sure. Okay. Royer, uh, Volio, you stomp the floor and psh, 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 uh, they make a little, uh, step up. What, what are you doing with it? It's just for Ayari to, like, kind of step up on and do some tricks. Okay. If she so chooses to. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, that is going to be a sleight of hand, I think, because you're trying, I would feel you're trying to make it look like they're just floating of their own volition, whereas actually it's straight mm-hmm. up actual streams of water. Yeah. Uh, so make me make me that uh, performance check. I'm going to use a hero point on that one. Um, <laughs> I rolled uh, a nat one. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's much better. That's 16 plus 20. That's uh, 30. <laughs> That's 36. Okay, yep, that's going to be a success. Volio, you switch your hands around and make it look like you're controlling the rocks. Well, it's actually the water underneath it, like, pushing them up. Um, so that is going to be a uh, an additional 11 excitement. And uh, I think that because uh, side of hand, when it involves another person, you generate an amount of excitement equal to one quarter of the level of the volunteer, uh, using that person's reputation as a springboard to amaze the crowd with your skills. So I think in this case, it's Royari. So a quarter of Royari's level gets added on, which is an additional three excitement. Uh, bringing up to 14 nice. excitement, and that is 138 total. Ooh. Uh, Royari, it's your turn. Do you want to do anything sick with these floating rock stairs in front of you? Yeah, sure. Um, Royari's going to cartwheel up this ramp. Okay. Uh, and what are you going to do once you get to the top? What's the plan once you've gotten up there? Are you going to flip? Are you going to jump? Are you going to stand there? Um, Ryari is... Uh, <laughs> pricks her ankles. <laughs> Ryari is going to... I think that um, she's going to leap off with the intention of jumping into Volio's arms. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um... In that's that case, acrobatics, I think. yeah, that's acrobatics for sure. Again, you have the injury trait, uh, but go for it. Okay, thirty-three. That is a success. Hell yeah, Royari, you jump up, rushing up these rocks that are being pushed into the air by water, and do a flip, and then jump right into Volio's arms. Uh, which means I have a feeling what Volio's going to need to do on his next turn. <laughs> uh, that's another <laughs> leveling uh, excitement, bringing up to one hundred and forty-nine. Holy shit! Ariadne, while this is happening, what are you up to? I think... I think that what she does is kind of go off of um, what Royari's doing. So while Royari is going... is like cartwheeling up the stones, mm-hmm. uh, she does a tumble run behind um, where Royari and Voleo are standing. Okay. And uses Divine Wrath. Okay. <laughs> And I think she kind of shoots it up to the peak of the steps to uh, give it the uh, glowing sun depicting Saren Ray. Oh, wow. To make everything look just a bit more divine. 
That is very. First off, thank you, Hero Point, because that's so fucking cool. That's um, very sexy. 100%. You light up the uh, the rock, turning into a beautiful sun, illuminating the scene in front of you. Uh, perfect for. Um, uh, empowered by uh, the might of one of your deific patrons. Um, and I need you to make me a spell attack roll. That's a 34 again. Yep, that succeeds. That's going to be 160 excitement total. Holy shit. Damn, bitch. All right. Uh, Volio, it is your turn. Royari is jumping into your arms. Uh, the stones that you have blasted into the air are now glowing like the sun. What do you do? KK, would you mind if I grabbed uh, Ariana? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, she's a little bit behind Volio, uh, right? Uh, yeah. I think he kind of like slithers back and also picks up Ariana, and he just starts struggling them both. Okay. Um, he fucking wasn't wrong when he said there'd be a lot of juggling in this show, huh? Yeah, bitch. Um. Okay, this is definitely another sleight of hand check. Uh, make me a performance okay. check, and this will use both their reputation and springboards. If it works, half uh, your half their level total will be added. Okay. That is 7 plus 20, 27. Okay. Uh, 27? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's a pass. Oh no, he kills them both. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ. Um, I think what happens is uh, Volio... You jump and grab Ariato, but don't get back in time for uh, Royari. <laughs> oh no! Um, it's okay. Royari, you're gonna have to uh, save yourself from uh, hurting yourself on your turn, I think. I have a literal feat. Um, okay. Royari always lands on on her feet. Uh, always. Um, okay. Because I assume that this wasn't like like 50 feet in the air no, and even like if it was 20 you know uh, then Rayari even if they landed badly wouldn't ever get hurt <laughs> um, but, so I think that Rayari um, seeing that they're not going to be caught she's like oh dear <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's like um, they're falling and then they start going past they start going past Volio and there's like a look in her eye and she, he's like excuse me <laughs> But uh, I think that she is going to. Oh god! You could probably um, like try to land with a flourish or something. Yeah, I think Rayari is going to um, land. Um, Rayari's going to land. Just so you are aware that they could just do that. Yeah. Um, Catfall. Love that it. They're going to like when they land. You know when um, the way that you're supposed to safely land. When you're falling, is you're supposed to do like a somersault. You're supposed to roll. You're supposed to roll into it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think that um, she rolls into her um, into her fall when she lands, and then I think she just jumps back up and fucking does a backflip. Okay. Uh, so I want you to make me an acrobatics check to look really cool. I'm using Hero Point. I just straight up, I, I'm using Hero Point. I've already failed. Like, somebody's already failed once. I'm not doing it again. You rolled a 27? Um, yeah, I rolled a 27. Okay, use that Hero Point. Let's go. <gasps> okay, that's better. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I just rolled, I just rolled a nat 20. 
So that's going to max out your anticipation, meaning that the, the tent is completely full right now, and everyone is gasping. I think as you're about to fall, Roy, it looks like you're for a moment about to fall really badly. And I think some people in the crowd go, no! Um, but you save yourself at the last moment, and the way you save yourself is so fucking cool that I, I think the the jaws of defeat, like moment of victory, really gets people like screaming and like uh, and cheering for you. That brings you up to one hundred and seventy-one excitement. And Ariato, it is your turn. Let's close this off. You are in Volio's arms. Uh, he didn't save Royari, but Royari saved themselves. What do you do? <laughs> Uh, she turns to Volio and says, um, lift me as high as possible. I have an idea. Yes, ma'am. And as she's lifted, she's basically dancing in Polio's, in Volio's palm. Okay. Oh, wow. she okay. uses whirling flames. <gasps> <gasps> Wonderful. Okay. Um, so this is going to be one last magic check. Make me a spell attack roll as you start spiraling fire around the tent. 36. Again, that is going to be a success. Ariato, as you spin in circles on Volio's palm, Royari also spinning as they land properly, and Volio just looking like he's happy to be here. Uh, the sunlight <laughs> of Serenray illuminating the stage, better than any spotlight ever could. The crowd jumps and stands and starts clapping and cheering for you. Um, Royari, as you stare into the crowd, you see three familiar faces. Yeah? Do you order St. Sarnax? Um, you see Larija, Orjan, and Ulrich uh, looking at you, and... There's... It's complicated to look at them, but they are clapping for you as well. Despite mm. all, they are very proud of you. Uh, you see people buying plushies of you guys feverishly to hug tight and remember this night forever. Because, yes, oh some of these people are very rich, but some of these people have literally never even left their town before. This will be a mon monumental moment for them to remember forever. And it's all because of you. Your final ex uh, excitement is 182, and your final anticipation is 100! Uh, holy shit. Holy shit is right. Um, which means that your payout, uh, your prestige is going to rise in a moment up to 14, which is great, uh, but your prestige here is going to be... Uh, oh my god. Your, your uh, prestige, which is 13, plus your final anticipation, which is 100, is 113. And because of how rich these people are, the Circus of Wayward Wonders makes 339 gold in a single evening. Holy shit! Oh, Royari is so very happy. Meaning that you currently have in your coffer 412 gold. This is an insane amount. You have literally never made this much before. You are going to be able to upgrade the circus like you've never been able to before. My god. Holy fucking shit. Um, and as if that wasn't good enough, you guys also get paid. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Smiley face. Fucks my hair behind my ears. Uh, so your income here is going to be uh, your... It's going to be uh, the earned income from Master times your prestige uh, times three. So that is going to be, oh my god, 
104? You all earn 312 gold. Oh my fucking god. From the amount of people Damn buying bitch. merchandise off you, from the amount of people, like, just... Like, you make so much sheer money. I think, like, uh, as you're, like, pulling back, I, like, going inside, uh, you see, like, uh, Serena kind of, like, holding the money in her hand uh, from, like, today's wages, and she's like, this is the most money I've ever made in my life, ever. I have literally <laughs> never seen this much money at once. Oh my goodness. Get used to it. Oh, yes. Um, I think you hear, um... I think you hear Lily in the back shouting, We're rich! <laughs> the professor is like kind of standing back looking at like the amount of money like at the end of the day and his eyes are like wide as hell and says boys I don't think even Mr. Stuskla ever made this kind of money yes well that is what I pride myself on we did it uh. we did it legit oh yes we sure did I think um uh, Gideron Albus, uh, the bearded man, kind of shouts out. He's like, how about we all go for some drinks tonight? Yes. <laughs> and so tonight da- uh, tonight comes to a close, y- the end of your time in Caston Lee. And what a time it was. Mm. Nighttime comes, and in the morning, all is actually really pretty good. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Charlotte, Charlotte, honey, no one but me can understand you. Let me take over as they're supposed to be short. Oh. I, I know, but maybe next time? Okay. Sam, Jack, Ark, and Eden didn't really walk in the same social circles before their unexpected trip to Oz, but such a journey binds people together. They thought that was the end of their adventures, but there's a haunted hospital to explore and a new world pulling them away from home. Will they ever be normal teenagers again? Were they ever normal teenagers in the first place? The Games Afoot uploads the last Sunday of every month, and we hope to see you there. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. It is the morning. Sunday morning. How are you guys doing after all that, huh? Pretty good. Rari is still passed out. (laughs) (laughs) Ariadna's doing her stretches. It's kind of rainy, uh, like it's like that kind of like foggy rain, you know, where it's like just drizzle. So mm-hmm. it's kind of refreshing nearly uh, to do that Ariato with you. I think like as the rain hits your body every once in a while, like it'll hiss, like it'll evaporate off you. So it's not like unpleasant, you know? Plus Honestly, also- Honestly, she probably kind of likes it. Yeah, plus mm-hmm. 
you're actually noticing you don't really feel the cold right now. The reflection of stone is kind of meaning that you don't feel particularly uncomfortable. You are as solid as a rock with this temperature. You can fool you set Oddbody loose in Royer's cabin. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you are evil! Yes, you can. Oddbody uh, <laughs> slitters up to Royari and leans on and says, Wakey, wakey, eggs and breaky. Mm, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> wakey, wakey, eggs and breaky. <laughs> Five more minutes. Come on, come on, wakey, wakey, eggs and breaky, come on. Oh, and Rory, you look up and you see all your shoes have been tied together like a centipede. <laughs> Untie those immediately. Wait a moment, how did he do that? He doesn't have hands. Unless. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> Rayari <laughs> yells. And it's like, Folio, get in here! Ariadne, you definitely heard that. <laughs> I think she was about to do I think she was about to do a fucking bridge, and then when she, when she hears Volio's name being yelled, she just yelps and lands on her back. Oh no! Volio's <laughs> oh. been outside Rayari's cabin waiting for this to happen, by the way. Uh so when when she calls his name, he like peeks his head and he's like, "Hmm." Untie the shoes immediately. What? I did not. T- what? Oh. How did he do that? Oh my god! How did he do that? It doesn't matter. Untie. Did you steal someone's hands? <laughs> Wink. I don't. It's even- a secret. It's a secret. Mm, yes, yes. Mm, these were expensive shoes. Untie them. Is it not broken, are they? It's good, buddy. I didn't do it. It was me. Ole. Olio. Yes? We're going to untie Oddbody my shoes. is his own person, you know. I cannot be held accountable for him. Oddbody, untie the shoes. Hey, presto! And with a few quick uh, magic splits, they all untie. How was your sleep? Was it good? I... I was I was still sleeping. Rari's got like they they they've woken up and like half of their hair on the side of their head is like <laughs> facing is like pressed to is like pressed there and just in different directions. Oh, but you're awake now and isn't that wonderful? I'm going back to sleep. No. Um I'm going back to bed. I think eventually after this. I mean, what's the plan now? I think um as you're all kind of like having your fun Breakfast does eventually get made, but I think you probably all eat it under, like, um, the shelter of your wagons, because uh, they can kind of, like, bring out mm-hmm. parasols. You know mm-hmm. how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, Axel is here with you guys, oh. and he's kind of, like, sipping on some milk, and he looks up at you and says, So... Oh, fucking course he is. <laughs> of course he's <sighs> drinking milk. What's wrong with me drinking milk? Hey, nobody, nobody said that okay. in character. <laughs> No, 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 Volio's like, of course you're drinking fucking milk. Milk makes me grow big and strong. Make, milk makes you a fucking loser. What? What are you talking about, Volio? <laughs> what, are you do- what are you talking about? What? You're drinking straight milk? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, just means, soul boy? It just means... <laughs> what? Are you suddenly part of the alt-right pipeline? <laughs> Is, is milk not manly to drink? No, it's uh, d- Axel. Yeah. Axel. Yeah. 
It is very, it is very manly to drink, and you will grow up very big and strong. That's that's. And also, it just means that you're not lactose intolerant, which is terrifying but impressive. Rory, <laughs> are you lactose intolerant? I mean, I can't drink milk by itself. I can eat dairy, but it's because she's fucking normal. Rory, you should be more open-minded about milk. I, I, you, <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> he kind of like pauses and he looks out at the rain and says. So, the last part of our Swordlands tour is, uh, is, uh, Turpin Row, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. That's pretty good. Uh, Ariadne, didn't you have some, like, something you said back in Carrick about wanting to meet a guy who was in Turpin Row for the festival? A priest or something? You were investigating something or other? Oh, yeah, he was there. Maybe... Yeah, that's a thing that we need to do. Maybe you'll finally be able to get some answers into whatever it is you're looking into. Oh, God, I hope so. Particularly <laughs> <laughs> Saren might help me. You kind of exhales his. You know, all of this is... It's kind of crazy, you know? Um, I really never thought it'd be much more than just... A, you know, a loser in Aberton, but out here I feel... You know, feel really powerful. Now you're a loser that's traveling. Bolio. <laughs> well, I'm not a loser. And now you're traveling with us. Yeah, I'm not a loser. I've got the stone that makes me, like, that's been keeping me uh, getting stronger. I've been, like, getting way better with my birds. He pulls out the dull gray oh, AM stone. How could I forget? Yes. The stop. Bolio. Bol- I just squints. <laughs> Folio's grinning from ear to ear. Rory looks down at that and back at Folio and is like, a stone that helps you be strong? Yeah, it's an Aeon stone like, like yours, Rory. Oh. Mm-hmm. I gave it to him as a gift. It helps protect me, Jeez. smiley face. <laughs> yes, smiley face. <laughs> Rory is not going to ruin that for Axel. <laughs> um, and is like, well, I'm glad that you have helped. Me too! And if you ever lose it, you'll die. I will ever lose it, I promise. Then you'll never die, ever. That is terrifying. So, are we going to be heading out to Carpen uh, Row later? Most likely. Yep. How goes all the stuff you've been doing? Like, I know, Ariadne, you said your, your mystery stuff is, you know, kind of taking a while, it sounds like, but how's, like, the, the whole Aridan thing? How are you guys doing there? Oh, uh, <clears throat> the Aeon orbs are going well. Yeah, but that's the, like, because Aridan made them, right? Mmm, he did. Um, <laughs> Rari's like, well, they're going pretty well. I'm pretty sure that we can cast stone skin now. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Is there, so how many towers have you got left? You said there was, like, a certain number for, like, it was all done? Well, I mean, it's all of the Aeon stones in... How many is that? Uh, right, <laughs> Rayari is like looking, looking down at their hands, trying to count. Hmm. There should be two left. Okay. So all this will hopefully be over soon. And then it should be okay. There'll probably be more to worry about after that, but I mean, it's such as it's not that bad. Not just living on Galarion. There's always something, huh? Apparently. Always. First it's a first it's a giant evil lich king guy, then there's fucking 
there a god in the in the center of our, of our planet? Oh, Rovacook? Yeah, that's, a, there's a giant spider yeah. that's like, at any moment, at any time, could break out and eat the entire planet. Yes. And cause the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I we just heard. live life like that. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that's coming up. Like, the Radiant Festival is coming to Absalom in a few months. And, you know, that's oh, going to be big. Yes. Like, did you hear that, like, basically, um, it's like this supposed to be this one, every 100 years celebration of Absalom so that everyone in their lifetime will be able mm-hmm. to experience it. And, like, uh, they didn't do it last 100 years be- because, you know, because... Because of Aridan dying. Yeah, because he literally died. So, uh, uh, yes. but, but but this. Uh, I feel so sad when I wasn't able to attend it. Very very selfish of him to die like that. He died. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to go so bad. I was supposed to be a vendor, you know. But, but the Radiant Festival is going to be coming to Absalom soon, and you know what? Like that's going to be I mean, huge. We could go. We, maybe we could visit. That'd be really cool. I, I don't. Mean, we already I live on the to. Isle of. Portos, I don't know if we'll be able to like perform there. It's kind of for like the elite. Like world wonders type stuff. Like I think that we're pretty elite. Okay. Who knows? But uh, what I'm saying is that like it's not all bad. The Raiden Festival coming up, and I'm sure there won't be any adventure paths to stem from the events to happen at it. Smiley face. <laughs> yes, nothing bad will happen at the Raiden Festival. Yes, there won't be. Everything will be. Go- everything will be great, Smilers. <laughs> Ages of Edgewatch isn't canon anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Regardless, do you guys want to, like, start heading out, getting on the road, and, uh, making your way to Turpin Row? Yeah. Well, before, before they go, uh, Volio has some milk. What does Volio do? Shaking. He has some milk. Uh, oh, he has some milk? <laughs> yeah, he has some milk. Little soy boy? Yeah, before they go, he has okay. some milk. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Little milky boy? Little milky boy, huh? Yeah, he's a little, he's a little monkey okay. boy. Well, you guys hit the road. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> and with that, you guys leave Caston Lee. You don't even visit Gertie Goldpockets. She's she's probably going to be very sad about that. But no, Rayari before they leave is like, I have to go to the, I have to go somewhere. I'll be right back. Okay. Are you? Yes, and I trust you won't be doing anything else. Rayari goes to Gertie Goldpockets to spend money. Okay. <laughs> Uh, sure, we can do it. Does anyone else want to go with Royari to Gert- Gertie Goldpockets? No. Volio Ariana, doesn't. do you want to go? Or are you good? I think she stumbles on there by accident. And she's like, she sees Royari go in. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you see, see Royari sees, sees Ariana no, like, notice, notice him. And they're like, shh. <laughs> Don't kill Volio. Uh. Okay. She she has a fucking lollipop. She's like sucking on a fucking lollipop, and she's just like, "Can I come in too?" Of course you can. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, you're not coming at all. No. Why? Okay. First of all, he doesn't know that our gritty gold pockets. And second of all, why would he want to go even if he knew? You know what? Good point. He fucking hates gritty. That's so mean. Anyway. You're so fucking mean. So before you head out, one last errand in uh, the in Castle Royari and Ariato, you make your way in, looking uh, mischievous, and uh, Gertie is asleep at the desk. She is there. Gertie? Huh? Oh, oh, hi, hi, hi! Welcome to Gertie Goldpockets, Goldpockets Emporium, established 4719 in Castle Lee! Hello. Hi. Hi. 
Are you okay? Have you just you you were asleep at, the, at your desk? Oh yeah, I mean right? like it's comfortable. Like this is a really nice seat. Hi, where's Folio? Did he die? No, he didn't <laughs> die. He's just throwing a fit because you were here. Uh, I told him. I told him I'd be here in Castanly. I know that. I know that. I, I told uh, him he... I will be in Castanly no matter what. I thought you said not what she said. Arrow's like I thought you said that you thought you were gonna go to Castanly. No, nope, you must be like... misremembering. You're gaslighting I, us. I, I, I. This is my store, and I make the rules. Oh, Little right. pockets gaslight gatekeep. No. Right. <laughs> One way or another, is there anything I can help you with? Is, uh, do you have loot that you'd like to sell to me, or uh, maybe some stuff that you'd like to buy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Mariah's like, yeah, we've got a bunch to sell here, and like hands over the treasures and things. Her mouth waters, and she's like, so, so, so much stuff. Oh, this is not good business practice. But I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and she takes all the loot that you took from the Zulgat earlier, and instead, uh, she conf- she turns them into gold for you guys, um, and I've already added that to your sheet, so I don't know what the number is off the top of my head. But you get money, which is great. And if you want, you can great. shop. Uh, I do want to shop. I know, Royari, you were looking at a glamour rune. Oh, yes. Uh, you can get that. How much money is that? Uh, so that would be 140 gold. Um, Royari, um, hums and is like, Oh, Gertie, do you have a glamour rune? I've found, like, armor. Uh, I found, I've found some armor and I would like to use it, but I don't know if you've noticed. But I like being, I, I like, th- I like, Cleavage. <laughs> she she looks down for just a split second and looks back up and says, "I know." Oh my god! So I'd like to keep that and also not die because I've been stabbed in the chest. Um. Yeah. Sure. So basically, she goes under and she pulls out a little rock with a symbol on it and she says, "This is a runestone. Um, you can actually just apply this to your armor by rubbing it into it, and it'll apply it. And this is the glamour rune." Uh, with a single action, you can change the appearance of this clothes uh, to anything you can imagine. Um, you can disguise it with a mere tot. So if you wanted to wear a, your regular outfit, you can make your armor look like a regular outfit. If you wanted to look uh, like a really intimidating paladin, you could. If you wanted to look like a poor street minstrel playing for gold, anything you can imagine. Thank you. I quite like that. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy it. Here you go. And a sheet. Hands it to you. And there you go. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't add runes to specific magic items, but I also don't care. I think this is cool, so I'll let you. You see, Roy, the thing is, is that there's tons of things that I mechanically know would be smart, but I also have a character who is dedicated to the aesthetic. Yeah. So I need that. Uh, That's, uh, that she gives that to you. And she's like, um... I think that's the only rune you can get onto it. If you wanted to, like, make your armor better at any point, just so you know, I could probably upgrade it for a thousand gold. A little more, but, like, about that. All right. You don't have to do it now, but just so you know for the future. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I can afford it right now, but soon, yes. Wonderful. Um, is there anything else I can get you? Or, Ariato, is there something I can get you? Can you upgrade a plus one weapon? Uh, yes. That could be a plus two striking weapon. Um, that would cost you, she kind of flicks through a little catalogue, uh, get a plus two striking, 
Uh, that would be 1,000 gold. A little bit more than that. <sighs> I see. I'll save for that. Mm. I'll save for that. It's a little bit like looking at you guys. I would say that's a level 12 item. So I'm not surprised if you don't want to throw all that money in quite yet. Yeah, it's pricey. It is. Um, although you do have uh, your striking weapon here. She kind of glances at your trident. You know I could probably give it a weapon enchantment of some sort. Oh? Uh, well, you like fire stuff, so I could easily give you flaming for 500 gold. But other stuff like corrosive, shock, frost, thundering... Um, shifting, even if you wanted it to look different. Um, or even, uh, conducting. Conducting is very nice. What does that do? So this is actually kind of a rare one. It's, um, not rare, rare, but it's, it's not, like, you wouldn't find it everywhere. Uh, you can channel energy through it. Um, it gains the resonant trait, uh, which basically means that, uh, it can channel energy damage. Uh, and you can conduct energy as a free action. Whenever you cast a spell of a certain energy type, your weapon then gains that energy stuff. Uh, but the conducting rune would make it really strong. So basically, let's say you cast Fireball and then you trust with your uh, trident, it would do fire damage. Or if you cast Lightning Bolt, it would then do lightning damage. But normally it won't do anything on its own, so you have to be a little bit careful to use it in conjunction. I like that. Okay, cool. Uh, here. And she pulls out a runestone and says, rub this onto your tank, that'll be 300 gold, which is actually pretty cheap. Ooh, I can afford that. She puts the gold down and rubs the rune onto her trident. I take immediately it kind of, like, buzzes with, like, static energy just because you're rubbing something onto it. It's like, there you go, look at that! Um, I'd say test it out, but (sighs) be be careful. Uh, You know, this is a shop and enclosed space. And I, take... I will not test it here. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, is there anything else I can get you? Um, either of you? Or maybe something for Volio to bring back? Mm, as much as I'd love to get something for Volio, I'm afraid he's going to be betrayed. He knows that we were here. You could um, uh, pretend you found it. It's true. I also have no idea what he'd want. Um, well, let me, let me, let me help you window shop. <laughs> I hate this bitch. <laughs> wait. Fucking con artist. Wait, no, I know exactly what we're buying him. Oh, yeah? Oh. What are you? We're buying him the monkey pen. The monkey pen? <laughs> <laughs> we're buying him the monkey pen. Oh, this little talisman, she pulls out a little pen and it does look like a monkey. Um, it lets yeah. you climb really fast when you attach it to yourself. Yes, I think that Volio likes doing things that are slightly unsettling. Um, so I think that he will enjoy this. So the way that the monkey pin works is um, you can attach it to yourself. And uh, mm-hmm. when you start to climb, you will move your full speed vertically. I see. So if he uses athletics to climb something, he will just bolt up, like skittering up the wall. It'll be really cool and really scary, which is, I think, his style, right? Yes, he he's he's really like sweet to children, but to everyone else on the earth on on Galarian, he's he's unsettling on purpose. Oh, that's like me and my sh- my customers. What? what? Huh? Anyway, that'll be six gold. 
here. <laughs> I only had over six gold, looking a little bit concerned. There we go, six gold. And uh, Volia could just attach that to his um, onto his label. It'll be really nice, and he'll really appreciate it. And you know what? Do tell him that you came here, and do tell him that uh, I send my regards. <laughs> of course. Um, I think that's all. You cannot swindle us into buying more. Are you sure? I have the invisibility ring. <laughs> oh my dear. Oh my dear. Maybe another time. Okay, if you're sure. Um, will you be anywhere actually, else? Actually, yes. Anytime soon? Uh, I will be. Well, actually, where are you guys headed next? <laughs> no, I'd like to know where you're headed next. Uh, well, I mean, the. the... I don't know the name of the town. It's the big one, the one nearby. That is, the, the, the out of character. That's probably where we're yeah, headed. Yeah, that right? sounds like Turpin Row. Era, I was gonna be like, uh, yeah, Absalom. <laughs> Wait, is it Absalom? <laughs> Absalom? You guys going to Absalom? Uh huh. Eventually. I I mean, I might see you there. I'll have to see. I don't think I have a place in Absalom necessarily. Um, it's you know. Prices are high there, and also I'd... Considering where it is, yes. They... Uh, yeah. It's the center of the world. Um, well, I don't think it's literally the center of the world. It's just... Well, I might be in Absalom if I can manage to... Well, all right. <laughs> I hate her. I hate her so much. We'll see, we'll see you soon, okay? <laughs> Okay, looking forward to it. Bye-bye. Rayari walks out of the building with Ariato and goes, Valio's going to be so angry. I don't even know what to do at this point. Like At at this point, I I think he just has the grudge. Hold on. And Rayari, um, like, drops the the pin and, and, like, nudges it a little bit so that it looks like it was found off of the floor and picks it up and says, oh my goodness look at what I found <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay. let's head back Did you head back? Yeah. okay yeah. Uh, so smash cut, uh, you guys are atop uh, the slurk wagons um, everything is going great um, and Rory you've just mm-hmm. finished telling Volio how you found this pin on the mm-hmm. floor Rayari, for added effect, went to a fantasy fast food place before heading back, so they've got, like, they've got, like, um, they've got, like, fries, and they're like, oh, we just got, we, I just needed to get lunch. I hadn't eaten. <laughs> Arrow's like, we got you a burger. Mm-hmm. Oh, a burger. Thank you so much. I love a good burger. Oh, and, and I found something on the floor. Mm-hmm. On the floor? There you go. Can I see? <laughs> hands it over. Oh, it too. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Um, put it on and let's see. Uh, he puts it on like an earring. I'm not sure if that's how that. <laughs> well, he doesn't have pierced ears. Uh, are you okay? You don't have pierced. <laughs> I already checks their ear to make sure they're not like bleeding. Um. <laughs> I think as you're doing that, Roya, and you're scolding him, suddenly something uh, happens. Yeah? Something flies over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's a crossbow bolt. Ah. Uh, get down. <laughs> uh, and you see something standing in the middle of the road a little bit ahead of you. Mm-hmm. 
The quiet is broken by the whistling of arrows and the echoing of loud shouts. Three colourful arrow shafts land quivering in the centre of the road, while the brush on both sides of the road rustles with movement. And a single clear voice calls out to you. Stand and deliver, scoundrels, or the devils take your guts! <gasps> Enemies! They're getting mugged! Are you mugging us? A lone human figure, uh, figure steps out into the roadway, clad in all browns and greens, with bits of grass and leaves tied to her clothing to provide concealment among the foliage. She wears a wide-brimmed hat and a mask made of burlap, with two eye holes cut in it. The lower half of her face is exposed, and her it's kind of like twisted into a sneer, and she holds a loaded crossbow in each hand. And she calls out to you and says, The answer is yes. You are being mugged by the bitter truth gang. <laughs> Ariana just looks at her with wide eyes and then holds out two fireballs in her palms like, You're flammable. <laughs> You're, You're dead. not mugging uh, us. We're mugging oh you. God, Give us your money. Uh, I think uh, the caravan's behind you kind of s- slow, and uh, you hear, like, some, like, murmurings from, like, behind in the line, and I think, like, uh, you hear some, like, calling out and being like, what's going on? You hear um, Ufi, the aquakineticist, the gilman, kind of pointing out and say, what's going on over there? Somebody's trying to mug us! Oh, dear! And, uh... This is a robbery! This person steps forward and says... All right, so we're gonna make this simple, all right? Uh-huh. And she's got like, she has, yeah. butter, she has butter crossbows pointed at you, says, I'm a dangerous woman and I'm not, I'm ready to fuck you up. So you just give yes. us your cash box and we'll right. be on our way. Okay. Um, or I could take off my big hammer and I could uh, flatten your but, fucking everything. Fight right now. I'll go right I'm now. Gonna Come on, let's go. I'm going to count to ten. You don't know, you Danger. Jump. You haven't met I'm me. I'm going to count to three. Just I'm remember. I'm counting to one. Zero. Let's go. She searched your face. like, just remember <laughs> not to do murder, okay? That's illegal, and we need you for the show, okay? It's not illegal if they're fucking Volio. <laughs> You cannot just kill. You'll know who did it. It's on they our are trail. Point out. This is like this conversation is happening as they're opening fire. Harry's like, you cannot just murder people. <laughs> they're trying to hurt us. Everyone roll, roll initiative real fast. Uh, Ariana's gonna roll intimidation. That'll go. Harry's not 100%. going to do anything. Harry's like, Volio, just, incapa- just incapacitate 26. them, okay? It's funnier that way. Oh, fine. I love a good joke. Thirty-three. Okay. So, top of the order, Ariato, you roar out, your demonic nature flashing through you as you intimidate. Uh, are you? Who are you going for? The leader. Okay, so the leader with uh, her scary hat, uh, the two other bandits that are accompanying her uh, don't have these cool hats, uh, but they just look like regular toughs. Um, Lame. Regardless, uh, that is going to be a 33 against her? Mm-hmm. That is a crit. I, I tell you, she stumbles back as you roar out, um, eyes widening a little bit beneath that burlap sack, and you get the feeling, oh shit, she's never actually experienced someone fighting back. Uh, you have three <laughs> actions left. What do you do? You know, 
You make him face the consequences of their actions. She's going to throw a wall of fire behind them. Oh, dear. They can't escape. Oh, dear. Um, cool. Okay, Ariadne, you spent two actions trapping them with you. Three actions. Wall of fire is three actions. Okay, cool. Um, certainly you fucking do that. Um, a massive wall of flame explodes behind them and uh, takes up the rest of the valley that you find yourselves in. Uh, blocking them off from running away. Uh, fucking terrifying, frankly. Uh, is that your turn, then? Yep. Okay. Uh, I think they glance over their shoulder and uh, you hear one saying, we got to get out! And then uh, Tanessa, sh- like, in trembling a little bit, she says, hold your fire and shoot! Um... And I think she is going to hold true to her own word, and she's going to start attacking. Uh, so that's going to be one shot at you, Ariato. That is going to be a 17 plus 16 minus 2 because she is frightened. Um, that is going to be a 17 plus 14. That is a 31. A 21. 31 to hit. Uh, Actually, hits. Rayari, okay. uh, Rayari doesn't get to fight regular ass humans very often. Um, okay. So she's feeling she's feeling fresh. Um, I'm going to use glimpse of redemption. Okay. Um, uh, what do you say uh, where her or to uh, implore her to take mercy? Rayari calls out and is like, "You don't have to do this, you know. You could just leave and not get hurt, and also not." and steal from a circus of people who can fight. And what what does this do? Um, Remind me. Rari, uh, Glimpse of Redemption. Um, she has to make a choice. Um, uh, she can either not actually do any of the damage or um, do some of the damage and become enfeebled too. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Because Royari, as you say this, she's pointing at Ariato and her hand is trembling and she doesn't shoot. Ooh. Then she shoots you. No, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a six uh, plus 20. Well, six plus 15. Uh, that is a 21. No. Okay. Uh, she, you like, you see her uh, shooting, missing. Uh, snarling, and then she does something really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. She reloads both at the same time. Cool. How the hell does she do that? She uh, takes an action to juggle her hand crossbows from one hand to the other, kind of clicking them as she goes. Um, Like, when it's in the air, pulling out a bolt and reloading it, and then throwing it out of the air. And then she points it at you again, and she's ready to go. That's her turn. Uh, Volio! Volio likes men, but that's hot. (laughs) Volio, it's your turn. Oh my god. I think I'll use my new feet. Okay. Uh, he's going to use uh, Mighty Rage as well as Furious Sprint. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you rage uh, for so free as going... you rush up to them, huh? Uh-huh. I rage for free as I fucking sprint up to the leader. Okay. Um... And he's going to take out his uh, big hammer, unless he's already done that. Uh, probably oh. not. Probably not. So he takes it out, uh, and luckily he only gets to hit her once. Okay. 
39. 39 against her is going to be a fucking crit. That's, uh, <laughs> then that is uh, 52 damage. Holy shit. And one, mm-hmm. one persistent bleed. Uh, well, she's actually going to take a d12 of persistent bleed. Um, she is a little less frightened than she was before, but she's still pretty bad. Um, and now she is bleeding, so. Woo. That's two. Um, and is that your turn? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it is now the Bitter Trip Bandits. Um, the two that are in the bushes kind of jump out, and they stare they're like, ah! And uh, they start shooting at you. Uh, That's one shot against you from each side, Volio. Not uh, That's going to be a 4 plus 16. That is a 20. No. Okay. Uh, the second one, that is going to be another 4 plus 16 for, uh, is a 20 from the other side. Uh, so that's going to be a miss as well, I assume. Unless your AC magically yes, changed. No. Uh, they both spend an action reloading, and then they shoot you again. That's going to be a 9 plus... A 9 plus 11, that's a 20. Oh, God. Uh, are no. you kidding me? I literally rolled the same for both of them both times. <laughs> They're twinsies. They're twinsies. They're in love. Uh, as they're opening fire on you. Royari, it's your turn. You're sitting here, cross-legged, looking cool. Uh, the Slorks are grumbling as uh, Volio is fucking up these bandits. What do you do? Um, I think Royari um, is like, all right. Uh, and she gets up, stretches, um, and then does cool flips and shit over to the bandit. Um, and it's like... Okay. You know, you don't have to do this. As Rayari is pulling, uh, is pulling out um her her whip because the whip of compliance from Mistress Dusklight. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'm not. Uh, I think he's trembling, and he sh- points the fucking bolt at you and says, "I really do." You, you don't have to. Like you really don't have to. Because I'm about. To. No, I do. I'm, I'm cause I, because I'm like about to hit you. Um, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna roll diplomacy <laughs> first. Okay. Um, wait. Are actually, you attacking the leader? Wait, actually, or, I'm gonna hit. Um, I'm gonna the, hit the random bandit. I'm gonna hit the 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 leader first. Yeah, I'm gonna hit her first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna use a finisher immediately. Okay. It's a thirty-nine. So. That's a fucking crit. Roya, you're getting the feeling that she's a little bit lower level than you by a decent margin. How much damage is that? Uh, that's 30 damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, 30 damage. You slash into her and she lets a gasp of pain and lightning arcs from your uh, from your sword and electrocutes someone nearby, specifically the other bandit you're near. That'll be a d6 of damage to him too. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. That's two more damage. Okay, cool. And uh, you have one more action. What do you do? Um, I want to get panache by using a bano, but I don't want to be, like, flirty. I just want to throw her off guard by, like, continuing to ask her to chill. Um, Moriari looks at the leader and is like, like, we don't have to fight. I'm fighting you because you're trying to hurt my friends. You can just stop, and we'll stop. Um, okay. Uh, make me that diplomacy check. Yeah, so I rolled an at twenty. <laughs> um. Okay. 
So I think uh, she's definitely stupefied by that, and you do gain your panache, but she's like trembling now as she swings the bo uh, bolts around. And while she was an intimidating figure when you first saw her, you can see that she's like biting her lip, and like eyes are wide beneath that mask, and she spits at it. No, I really do not have that choice. Give me the fucking money. No, I, we really can't. We need to run a circus. Um, but you can see she is very emotional about this. Like, this is not particularly normal bandit decorum. Ariatu, it is your turn. That's weird. What the fuck is going on over there? Anyway. That was crazy. I think Ariato is actually going to do something that she doesn't normally do. She's going to try to talk somebody down. Okay, cool. Um, so I think she goes over uh, close to Volio. Okay. And she says... Listen, if you're desperate, we could probably help you somehow. We cannot give you our money because we have a business, but we can help you instead of hurting you like we can clearly do. Okay, I think you can make me another diplomacy check there. I'm not trained in it. You really chose the wrong fucking caravan. 11 plus 16. Okay. 30. Chris. I think she pauses a little bit and she's holding those guns, like those crossbows and trembling hands and she they're loaded and they're pointed at you and Royari's face. And I think she slowly lowers them. And she is shaking all over. Are you okay? And the bandits kind of like the other bandits sounds like should we run? And I think uh, their leader kind of like... You couldn't even if you tried. <laughs> I suggest... Their leader yeah. kind of stumbles back, silhouetted by the flame wall behind her, clutching her, like, uh, shoulder where Volio got her. And she's like, Look, you don't understand. We need that money. What do you need the money for? What's going on? Medicine for my brother. Why does he need that money? He's dying. We need medicine. And we'll just help you. You just say so. I'm a fucking healer. Because no, not everyone that you meet on the road is just going to go out yes, of their way to help you. Okay, but have you can mm. you try, hard, try yes. long enough, then people Next will. Time. I don't have long. Okay. He'll be dead by tonight. Then we're going to go help him. I understand that you're under distress, and I am not mad that you tried to mug us for your brother. Just, I'm a little mad. Just bring us to him. We can help. I promise. Okay. Um. Ariana, did you drop the did you drop the fire? Oh uh, yeah, she drops it immediately. Okay. Uh, she kind of glances at the others, and she kind of like whistles and they nod, lowering their bows. And uh, she kind of like quickly wraps some grass over the like bleeding wound she has, and kind of points off in deeper into the valleys. It's this way. Okay. Come on. Uh, Rayari calls out to the other wagon, like the other, like the wagons, and is like, we'll be back. Just eat lunch or something. Take care of my slugs. You're coming to being like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love Flamita. Um, you guys kind of head off and she kind of like, she's talking pretty quickly. Um, again, clearly distressed. Yeah. Uh, she says, mm -hmm. we're not, 
we're new. There's not. Mm. There's only def uh, five of us. Um, we only started becoming bandits recently. Um, you know, it's not easy out of Swordlands. It's the farms being less and less productive. The point is, we didn't have money to take care of my brother, and he's dying. Listen, I understand. I understand. I... That's all. Listen. I don't know. Nothing is working. Wait. Nothing is helping. Question. What? Is he having nightmares? How the fuck did you know that? That's what we're investigating. There have been a lot of people who have had that around the Swordlands. It's not just your brother. It's, like, a good portion of the population. Like, they'd be well and good one week and then the next week they're in a coffin. We're trying to stop that from happening, and if we can talk to him, first of all, it won't just... We might not just be able to save your brother, but, more, like, the rest of the Swordlands. This is something that's happening. Okay, this way. And she kind of, like, brings you off into a clearing in the woods where you see one other bandit is uh, standing over a guy who is... <sighs> it, it's actually kind of horrible to look at. Mm -hmm. He's, um... It doesn't look like he's physically sick so much as, like, his his life is literally just dying. Mm -hmm. And he he's like a young man. Um, he looks like he would nearly be, even be handsome if he weren't um, sick. Um, the leader kind of like pulls her mask off and says, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Tanessa, Tanessa Fleer. Um, this is my little brother, uh, Tanid Fleer. Mm. Yeah, nice to meet you. Sorry. You're okay. If you can help him. It's okay, sorry about your shoulder. My name is Rayari. And these are my friends. Folio. Oddbody. And Ariato. <laughs> Thank you. Um She kinda like uh, stands over him. Tanad? Tanad, are are you okay? And he kinda like opens his eyes blearily and like, his skin is pale, his eyes are sunken, his tongue is grey when he's speaking, and he's like, Vanessa, is that you? And, uh, Tanessa kind of sits, like, she kneels down, she pulls off her mask, and, like, she is beautiful. She's got, like, golden locks of hair, but, like, she looks so, so mm -hmm. tired. Tanet, we've got some people here who are going to try and make you better, Okay. And he doesn't even respond. He's just kind of staring off into the sky. He's like, let me try something. Um, and I haven't used this, I don't think, ever. Um, I mentioned that I had mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, Rari's going to try to use Lay on Hands to see if that can do anything at all. Okay. Um, so I think that uh, he, like, he, he like, kneels by, um, by the guy. And... Um, puts his hands on, on his chest and uh, she uh, says a brief prayer to Iomide to try and heal him. Rayari, you do that and you realize something really, really upsetting. Mm -hmm. You can't. He's at max HP. Um, 
That didn't work. But at the same time, you get the feeling that his, like his, his, as it were, his life force is as strong as it can get right now. Mm-hmm. But that is extremely weak. Um, do you want to make a religion mm-hmm. or medicine check? I would really rather make a religion check because a na- a medicine check would be plus one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so Ray is going to roll religion. Okay. That's a thing. Okay, Ray, are you instantly recognize two things? Mm-hmm. Number one, he's drained. Mm-hmm. Specifically, what that means is that his max HP is quite low. Uh, it's been like. He has taken a penalty to all his fortitude saves and constitution saves, but also his uh, HP, the max HP he has, has dropped quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Number two, Royari, he's drained five. Holy fuck! Meaning he has taken the drain condition five times. Meaning uh, if he is level six, for example, mm-hmm. he has lost 30 max HP. Oh my god. Number three, Royari, you can tell what's wrong with him. Yeah? This is no natural disease. It's not natural. This okay. is abyssal plague. Abyssal yes. plague. Oh. Okay. My god. This is a level five spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know this. Ariado has it. <laughs> Ariado, you have this spell. Ariado, I think as soon as Royari like, says, is this abyssal plague? You feel a chill go down you because this, you know how this works. I think Ariado like goes immediately to his side right by Ray and says, and says it's what? I think it's Abyssal okay. Plague. Ariado, do you want to read out uh, what Abyssal Plague does? Your touch afflicts the target with Abyssal Plague, which siphons fragments of their soul away to empower the Abyss. The effect is based on the target's fortitude save. Abyssal Plague disease level 9. The target can't recover from the drain condition from Abyssal Plague until the disease is cured. Stage 1 drained... Stage 1 is uh, drained 1 for one day. Stage two, um, drained increases by two, which is another day. So every day that this happens, it's drained one, drained two, drained... He's on day five. And you can tell he's not going to last any longer than this. This is literally... If he goes to sleep tonight, he's dead. How... Yeah. How do you... Do you know how to heal a bisoprate? Or at least to raise... Or at least to remove some of the drain condition that he's that he's having. Mm. Abyssal plague has to go first. Then we can, then he can get his vitality back. But how do we stop abyssal what? plague? Is there anybody else at the in the circus who might know about that? Is it an anti-plague food? Maybe. Not today. I one. mean, you know that like. Basically, you can try with treat disease, but okay. his, but his, um, his fortitude is already so low that you don't think it would work. Honestly, yeah. like this is he is beyond saving himself. Yeah, we have to save him at this point, mm. right? Yeah, we should. They're like a vision lore thing that Ariana can do <laughs> because she already has this spell. Um. Would you like to try to peer into uh, beyond the veil and see what you might do with this? Yes. <laughs> kind of sexy. Ariadne, you sit beside him and you start to try to, For the first time, I think you've ever actually tried to do this. I love her. 
Okay, that is a 31. Ariato, you focus your brow and, like, you, like, crunch up your brow and focus. And you look into your inner mind and you see that moon again and you see the freakish animals evolving and devolving in front of your eyes as easy as if they were breeding and you see them dying in flames and you see beyond that crooked teeth and a smile and hmm you feel suddenly remove disease that's what you need you need someone to cast remove disease that is the only way that you can save them at this point do you have any idea remove disease does anybody of the camp have that spell? I, it seems like something that we that might be possible. I could run back and see if anyone yes, does. Yes, please do. Folio, do you want to use your furious sprint? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Folio goes back. He's like, <laughs> um, a whole way. Okay, I think you go back, Folio, and uh, you you meet up with everyone. Uh, I will point out, by the way, that the uh, caravan is like here and uh, like mm-hmm. the, yeah like the caravan is here but also you have the refugees from the hollows yeah and you come back and I think a few people like jump out to meet you meanwhile back meanwhile back at the cabin Ariadne is beating herself up because she can learn this <laughs> Ooh. the you? guilt Riari, Riari like gives Ariadne a look and is like you look guilty are you okay I I can learn this. I can, I can learn the spell, but I can, I don't have it. Ariato. I haven't practiced it. I don't have it down. Ariato. I could have healed Ariato. him already. Ariato, you're doing the thing where you blame yourself for things you literally cannot control. <laughs> it's okay. Volio's going back to the camp. There are tons of people back there. Some one of them must know remove disease, and then he'll be all right. Someone better. Volio, you get cut to cut to Volio at the camp, and he's he's got like his hands on his knees, and like oh, oh, I'm out of breath. Does anyone know? Does anyone know remove disease? Please. Um, I think um, Elion's head snaps up, and she's like, "Oh shoot! I I had that yesterday, but I I swapped it out." Oh, useless someone else. Useless <gasps> someone else. Um, oh, God. Lily kind of like scratches her chin a little bit and she's like, I've seen someone cast remove disease before. Oh, so useless. Someone else. Um, no. I think suddenly you feel a hand on your shoulder, Volio. Oh. It's uh, Celixia, the half-elf uh, champion of Phrasma. He turns around with big watery eyes. She doesn't say anything because she doesn't, she doesn't speak, but she nods. But you're like, hey, wait a moment, what the fuck? <gasps> she can't cast spells. Hey, why you know, you know the spell? She what? shakes oh. her head, but gestures a tongue back as if like, come on. Oh, someone else, I get she to shakes her head. before, let's go. She shakes her head and points and points what? to go back to where you came from. But, uh, okay, yes, yeah, sure, let's go right now. I trust you. Uh, you take uh, Celixia back, and uh, she kind of, when you bring her into the clearing, Ariata, you're still beating yourself up, where you're still comforting her. Um, the other bandits are mostly giving you room. Uh, Tanessa is kind of walking in circles, 
and she kind of glances up mm-hmm. uh, when Celixia gets in, and Celixia looks down at uh, Tanid, looks up at you and kind of like gestures for you to, hey, what's going on? Uh, so, um, Tanid here is uh, under the effects of Abyssal Plague, and he does not have long. We need someone to cast this spell. They nod, and they stand, they kneel beside him, and they put their hands on his chest, and they start using lay on hands. Just like Vrari did a few minutes ago. Um... Okay. And then, something happens. Uh, there is a voice that sings out from the medallion on Celixia's uh, necklace. It's a big blue sapphire. And uh, she kind of closes her eyes to, like, the wind tussling her short, dark blue hair. And you hear a voice speaking out some magic words, some prayers to Phrasma. But they aren't coming from her because her mouth is closed. It's coming from the gem. Hmm. And I think, Royer, you recognize what's happening because you're a champion. Mm-hmm. She's a full champion, so she's been doing this for a while. Royer, you can see that not only is she using Lay on Hands, she's adding a mercy to it. Ooh. Specifically, a mercy which will allow to cure disease. Now, let's see if this works. <laughs> oh, boy. That's an 18. Plus. <gasps> another 12, that's a 30. That doesn't work. And as she puts her hands onto his chest and focuses hard, his eyes, like, shoot open and he coughs and wheezes and starts, like, choking nearly. And then he spits (laughs) something up. And it's like a little tentacle slug. What the hell? And it just kind of melts into the earth. And his eyes are oh, oh, fuck, that hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, and he sits up. Oh my oh, god. Fuck my chest. Slow down, okay? don't. Is it, is it leaving, Who my the guy? fuck are you? Uh, we're the circus. Your saviors. Um, <laughs> I'm a clown. As, like, even like, like a second later, Tanessa is like fucking, hu- like, charging him to hug. And she is like, crying, and they have a few moments, you know, to... Mm-hmm. Do their thing. I think you guys leave them to that, but I think Celestia kind of like. Oh, yeah. Nods at you a little bit as uh, she stands up and takes a step back. I'm sorry, I if it doubted you. Do you guys want to try real fast roll society to figure out what the fuck that was? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I can do that. Or any magic check, actually, now that I think about it. Uses that instead and rolls one single thing higher. 26. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Lose Arcana. Uh, 30. Jeez. Okay, Ariato, you do know. This is a rare type of thing. You haven't really seen it much before, but it's some kind of, like, necklace which allows verbal components to be cast through the voice of a loved one. Oh, my... Oh, God. Oh, oh I want to kill myself. <laughs> the ah, oh, my... Oh. No, I was just... Oh... <laughs> You may have just heard the voice of Celixia's dead wife. 
from the grave saving someone's life. I'll cry. <laughs> I can shit my pants, man. After like a few minutes of this, um, I think Hanad kind of like stands up shakily. And he still looks like shit, don't get me wrong. He's gonna have to take a week to recover from all these drain, but it's not gonna get any worse. Oh yeah. And he kind of mm -hmm. stares at you and says, You're the ones who saved me? Yeah, well, I mean, well, we. Silixia is, but I have run and And I tried, but. I knew it afflicted you, at least. Well, thank you, at least. Um, is there anything I can do to thank you at all? Like. Well, I mean. I don't. I don't Information. Well. Actually. What happened to you is something that's happening to multiple people. Um, Fuck, is it like... It's a, a plague or something? Well, I mean, the, the, the illness that you got is literally the Abyssal Plague. Um, do you know what happened before you got this? Was there anything that, like, jump-started this? How the fuck did the slug it, get down your throat? Uh, a slug? Yeah, Rayari sort Rayari oh, gestures like towards the floor where it is. What the fuck? That was in you. Mm-hmm. No, it's deep. Oh, gross. Um, no, I mean like I had bad dreams. But like I think that's because I had the sickness, you know? Yeah, but when did that start? Like five days ago? When I started getting sick? Mm. Did anything particular happen five days ago? Oh, no, we were just doing our stuff. We hadn't even, like, we were just, like, walking around. Nothing happened. And... But meet anyone? No. Um, I mean... So it is random. I mean, I can tell you about the dream. Would that help? Oh, Maybe. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because you're just realizing, hey, this is the first time you've heard about the dream from anyone because this is the first time you've ever met someone who survived it. Yeah. Well, Opera Vandy. Yeah, but... Opera Vandy yeah. feels like a different case. That's true. This yeah. man is... I don't know if I trust him Someone all that much. He kind of, like, <laughs> sits and is like... It, it started a few days ago. I was just doing stuff, you know, with the gang. Mm-hmm. But out of nowhere one oh, night... Yes, the gang. It was about two nights ago. I began to have horrible nightmares of a black horse with mm. glowing eyes and hooves of flame. I see. Rayari, that is that is familiar to you. Yeah. That's what uh, old Kuru said to you. The flames, something about a horse in the night. What the hell? Um, do you want to roll society to see if you can remember the exact wording? Yeah, sure. Okay. 25. Uh, a twenty-five, Royari. Uh, you quickly remember. Um. Old Lady Swinton's broke, and Roger Swinton can rot in his grave. Should've sold me that acre, Roger. Now your widow's gonna starve. Don't tell her about Vandy. No, no, no. Now Vandy's money is blood money. Blood money now. She rides with spurs of fire. The Night Lady owed oh, a fire it burns. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so you would he kind of like he kind of like shrugs and says. And I, I don't remember clearly. It was only this night and last night, but I swear she said the same thing both times. There's a voice with the horse. A lady? As it was, yes, it was a woman's voice with the horse as it was chasing me through the fields at night. 
And it was something like, you're just like all those other little troublemakers. And now, now you'll join them in absolution. Something like that. Okay. Ariato, would you like to make a quick, I think, religion check? 36. Okay, Ariato, I think something suddenly clicks together for you. And it's kind of horrifying. You don't know how or why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Every single case you've met, there has been a single running trend. The first one, they said, oh, he was a bit, you know, uh, he was a bit capricious at times. And another one, he didn't have a lot of respect for the law. And then this, uh, the grandmother, she was a priestess of Desna. Now this guy's a bandit. And that kid was a delinquent. Ariato, every single one of these people has been chaotic or evil. Every single one of them has been either chaotic or evil. Huh. All of them, except for Upper Vand, who had a completely different dream. Because all these dreams you've had so far, all these uh, reports so far, have apparently had this horse. This, ha- like this horse with fly- fire in it. But Upper Vandy's dream is completely different to all the other reports. Upper Vandy, from what you can tell, pretty from just speaking to him, is neither chaotic nor evil. Mm-hmm. And now these crucifixions... And the dream you had which told you that your mother is on top of a mountain far away rather than here in the town. You don't know what the whole hell is going on. Okay. At least we have a trend now. What? What is the... A common string, what? What? I've been investigating these dreams... Everyone who mm-hmm. has been touched by this is either chaotic or evil. Oh. What about well, Vandy? It wasn't evil or chaotic. Kind of a lame-ass. <laughs> he seemed more traumatized than anything. Lame. Jasmine thinking that he has something to do with it. Or is connected somehow. Hmm. He's definitely different. And Rory, again, you do remember that what old Kuryu said. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Vandy's money is blood money now. What the fuck does that mean? Who is Roger Swinton and old lady Swinton? Perhaps we should visit Vandy again sometime soon. Yes, we should. I'd say we do it now, but we do have a circus. <laughs> if it was just us, I would suggest that. Oh, but... well. Maybe we'll be able to find more clues when we're back at the town. Yes. Vandy could probably wait. Hopefully. I want to confront him when we actually have all all of our clues in set order. Mm-hmm. I think as this is happening, you hear a little cough and Tanessa is approaching you and she kind of like has her hat in front of you and she's like, look, I thank you. Of course. Genuinely, thank you so much. I, I'm sorry we tried to rob you. No. Oh, no hard Listen. feelings. We've had friends who've tried yes. to kill us. Best friends. Well, I wanted to give you something as an actual thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she holds up her uh, a bag of loot 
And she says, this is some of the stuff we've, you know, found, as it were. <laughs> They're fine, just I don't know where they are, and it's probably really hard to get them back, but it's yours to do what you like. And she hands you a bag of, of booty, and inside the booty, you see... Booty. 51 sure? gold, 128 silver, a peridot worth about 838 gold, and a javelin of lightning. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh my yeah. god. How's that? Is that, is that? Is that enough to make you look the other way and, you know, <laughs> not tell any authorities? We weren't. I, I was. Means, uh, we weren't going to snitch I wasn't going to switch. Yes. I was never going to snitch. I. Snitches get stitches. Thank you. Thank you. And Tana kind of nods. I don't really know what's going on, but if you saved my life, you saved my life. Thank you. Just well, you, sir, need bed rest, and try not to eat anything too heavy for the next few days until you get some skin on your bones back. Thank you. I'll keep that in mind, ma'am. My advice... You need sinusoids. My advice is do not try and rob the circus. Usually, the people who are working there can fight. Because we are aware... Yes, play on the week instead. I'll take that advice. Thank you. Don't just... Oh my god, Bully. It comes with experience. What do you mean by experience? And so, the wandering tree, <laughs> you return back to the circus and uh, make your way into Turpin Row soon. Armed with new and curious clues as to the intriguing mystery of what's happening here with these dream hauntings. It's all slowly coming together. But now you have one last town and one last Aeon Orb to liberate in the, uh, in the Swordlands before you are able to put together a final, uh, a final case and solve this mystery once and for all. This episode of Dice Roll would not have been possible without the help of our Patreon supporters. Gizmo, Dimitri, Matthew, Coach McHorse, Fabel McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Rick Jones, Steph, Emmeline, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Skyly Peep, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Elizabeth, Jenna Mitchell, James R. Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Grey Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Sonia, 
Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Casey Corn, Emlyn Moderna, John the Book Quarter, SS66Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie III, and Sierra. If you want to support the show, check out patreon.com slash dice roll and see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.